0: morning you are listening to tv on the radio here on bff.fm i'm jessica and i'm here with leah good morning leah good morning happy fleet week
1: <laughs> to all those who celebrate
0: yeah <laughs> uh this week we are talking about the uh gracefully titled dahmer <laughs> monster the jeffrey dahmer story <laughs> which i just cannot get over the double yeah. subtitle um it is a 10-part Netflix series uh, co-created by Ryan Murphy. And um, it's caused a, a, a lot of backlash, yeah. I'd say. Um, so much so to the point that I don't think I read a single thing about it that engaged with the show mm-hmm. as it is. But instead um, focused on the, this being perhaps a tipping point for the true crime genre. Um, And so I figure we can just start by talking with that since it's all anyone wants to talk about. Sure. Um, This show upset a lot of people because it, uh, you know, maybe perhaps glamorizes Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't really believe that. But um, I mean, I guess first and foremost, it exploits his victims and their survivors and um, the very horrific ordeal all those people went through uh, for entertainment and profit and yeah. I can't say I disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, in saying that, yeah,
1: it is number one worldwide on Netflix.
0: Oh, yeah. Great show. <laughs> I'll just come out and say it. I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and I don't, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this many, many times, and this probably won't be the last time, but true crime is the biggest entertainment genre. Mm-hmm. It's um, And it is by its nature exploitation of yeah. people who endured something awful um but uh, i don't know i guess maybe this show just is a bridge too far for some people but i think if we are going to continue to consume true crime as 90 percent of our media diet then you're gonna have to either accept that it's exploitation or or stop consuming it if you Mm -hmm. have such a problem with it um and again, I, I agree that it is exploit exploitative and if I were touched by this story in any way, I wouldn't be able to stomach it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as long as we're all going to agree that true crime is what we want to watch, then you're going to have to either, you're going to have to put that aside and engage engage with these shows <laughs> outside of the lens of how it affects real people, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Co-signed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I mean it is. It's just a reflection of of consumer demand, you know. Yeah, there's a reason the the victims aren't centered in these stories, and it's because no one cares about John Wayne Gacy's dentist, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I care deeply. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just think the problem isn't this Netflix series; it's our broader, you know culture of exploitation and far be it for me to get into this every fucking week but <laughs> if we're going to talk about exploitation in the products we consume like this is you know a painful re-traumatizing for the 83 people who are still alive and connected to the Jeffrey Dahmer story but mm-hmm. if you get your coffee at Starbucks like that's a company that replies or er, Trades in millions of people who make minimum wage and Mm -hmm. can't afford to live in the communities they work. So if you want to get uh, exploitation out of your uh, consumption, best of luck to you. (laughs) Yeah, it's truly impossible.
1: Yeah. Um, And yeah, true crime is the biggest genre of, you know, Mm -hmm. anything. True crime podcasts are the most downloaded shows. I have no data backing this up, but I'm just going (laughs) to go ahead and... (laughs) I <laughs> didn't say that. And um, yeah, I mean, I actually think that this show, I got a little squeamish watching it for for many reasons, but I did struggle a bit with whether or not, like, who is this show for? Yeah. Um, And then I do feel like in the latter half of the series, they did make an attempt at not centering jeffrey dahmer the mm-hmm. beginning of this show is extremely um i mean the whole thing's fucking disturbing it's terrible right oh like, yeah it's, it's terrible but um yeah there's i i think that there's a lot um that they yeah i i guess just my whole thing is like who is this show actually for i say that having consumed 10 hours of this show <laughs> um
0: be- well i mean it's it's i on track to be one of Netflix's top five most-watched shows of all time, mm-hmm. so I guess it's for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, yeah, the people who uh, actually lived through this nightmare. Yeah.
1: It's like, what? It, what is the point of retelling this story? I can tell and you I exactly
0: think- what the point is. Someone asked that. There, I read this Vulture article that was an interview with their TV critic. I did not read her review of the show because I ran out of Vulture articles before, <laughs> before getting to <laughs> yeah. that. But... They were discussing like what is what should the rule be for true crime, mm-hmm. and um, she said uh, a golden rule at every turn is do we need this? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry to report to a TV critic, we don't need anything. Yeah, no we don't shit. need any TV. There <laughs> yeah. are many people yeah. who will happily tell you they don't own a television, yes. and aside from being annoying, those people probably are have better lives than the rest of us. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um yeah, do we need this? No, we don't need any of it. The answer is the only thing that anyone's beholden to is making a profit. You know, like no one, Netflix isn't greenlighting shows because they want to make a nice thing for us to all enjoy. They're doing it to make money. So like, unless you have some ideas about how to take down that system where profit uh, drives every decision made in this country, then no, we. that's never going to be the answer: No one at Netflix is going to sit down and be like, "Do we need to do this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's why Netflix is going down the tubes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> Netflix will outlive us all, guys. Don't worry, <laughs> fear not. Um, yeah, so talking about the show on its merits, yeah. Um, what did you think of I Jeffrey Dahmer it. murder monster, <laughs> the Jeffrey Dahmer story? Aside from the a boy named Jeff. <laughs>
0: Truly bizarre title. <laughs> yeah. um, I I thought it was a really good show. I I mean, I did. I shared the reservations. It's not that I'm unsympathetic mm-hmm, to sure. the problems yeah, yeah. of making this show. Uh, I didn't want to. S- I my concerns <laughs> were that it was going to try to get into explaining Jeffrey Dahmer's yeah. actions, um, making him some sort of sympathetic character. Um, and the show did center him. He's the the, the star of that story. <laughs> the protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> The (laughs) anti-hero. And it did, it got into his somewhat difficult childhood, by Mm -hmm. no means the worst childhood anyone's ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It touched on the fact that he had a hernia surgery at a very young age, and his father claims that he just wasn't the same after that. Mm -hmm. So it kind of raises the possibility that maybe he had some sort of brain injury from that. Um, And all this kind of stuff, but it's, I feel like the show did a really good job of not making it seem like all of this adds up to the formula for a serial killer, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, so I didn't feel like Jeffrey Dahmer was too centered in a way that made him, you know, sympathetic or, and I mean, the other concern is that it humanizes him. I put that in air quotes, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't have a problem with that because Jeffrey Dahmer is a human. Spoiler. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, I think there's this like desire people have to relegate him to this like monster category. Mm -hmm. And the show gets into that. We see later when he's in prison reading fan mail Mm -hmm. um, from someone who says like, you'll never die, Jeff Dahmer. You're like Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers. And it's like that's it's so human to want to do that, to be like this person, this thing who committed this like unspeakable crime isn't like me but mm-hmm. the fact is like he's the same species as the rest of us and i think it's harder to look at him and be like a human did that that's what humans are capable of yeah you know? um but anyway I, I i thought the show did eventually do a good job of focusing on his victims and yeah. i think i went into this because it's ryan murphy expecting some degree of like camp or um you know horror tropes but mm-hmm. it was actually a deeply sad show
1: you yeah know? Um, yeah i mean For anyone who doesn't know, Jeffrey Dahmer (laughs) murdered, cannibalized, was necrophiliac with over uh, 17 victims, victims, including a boy as young as 14. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, this show, while graphic and terrifying, was nowhere near as horrifying as Jeffrey Dahmer's Wikipedia page, which goes into... (laughs) fucking excruciating detail about what he did to each of his victims and Mm -hmm. um
0: yeah some it's not great yeah (laughs) the the show did a great job uh i mean i i'll tell you i i obviously remember the jeffrey dahmer story but i don't i don't think i knew a lot of the details yeah i I knew that all his victims were young men i forgot that um I certainly didn't know that they were almost all men of color. Mm-hmm. Um and this show did a great job of illustrating how Jeffrey Dahmer hid in plain sight because he was a white man yeah. victimizing um young black gay men. Mm-hmm. The police did not uh, give a fuck. Didn't care. He yeah. got away. Uh, yeah, he was right under their noses the whole time. There's a horrific uh part where he drugs this 14 year old boy mm-hmm. whose own brother he had been convicted of sexually assaulting mm-hmm. and this kid escapes and um a woman notifies the police that this kid's like le- naked naked leading, yeah. hole in his head like completely incoherent <laughs> and this character was a real person played by niecy nash who did a great job in this show mm-hmm. They beg the police to do something about it. Jeff shows up, says it's his boyfriend. Who's 19-year-old 19, boyfriend. And the police take this kid back to his apartment where he was brutally murdered by Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. And that I, there was an interesting article that did sort of fact-check some of the, these stories and say what was uh, real and fake. That was all fucking real. Yeah. And those police uh, were fired from the force and then later reinstated. and what With they, back pay. Yeah, with back yeah. pay. And went on to have long careers. One of them became the president of the police union. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, this show just, I, I knew the broadest outlines of the story, but um, I think it did a great job of filling in um, the true horror is this: yes. the system that let Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer get away with this 17 times.
1: Yeah, this um, show, obviously, as you said, with something of this magnitude, people, it is human nature to want to other someone like Jeffrey mm-hmm. Dahmer and be like, this is, you know, truly monstrous which it is there's no denying that but um it got me thinking about like do you believe in evil like do you believe that some people are evil and then i was but just for me personally while well, you ruminate on that jess <laughs> for me personally i don't think that jeffrey dahmer was i i mean obviously completely fucked up to mm-hmm do this like his fascination with wanting to turn people into what he termed living zombies Mm -hmm. um, to have sex with them when they were non-responsive obviously completely monstrous and fucked up but I was just thinking like evil is like every system around that that like let it happen and let it Mm -hmm. fail you know like it's just so fucking pervasive like you can't say one person exists as you know, an arbiter of evil when none of it existed in a vacuum. Like, it was allowed to be perpetrated on this community because the police did not give a fuck. The neighbors in his building had multiple, multiple calls Mm -hmm. about hearing people yelling, about power drills, you know, about just, like, the horrific way that these people were, like, dismembered. And the police did nothing. They never fucking came. They never checked anything out. The police returned this fourteen-year-old boy, based on the fact that he showed them a nude picture of that boy and said, "This is my, this is my um, boyfriend." Mm-hmm. And then the police went so far as to radio in that they uh, were going to be a while getting back to the station because they had to go get deloused mm-hmm. for dealing with, you know, a gay situation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just fucking the show, as you said, was incredibly fucking sad and just showing like the tentacles of this type of like atrocity how it reaches out to like the entire fucking community like yeah the the building that he committed these atrocities in was demolished and nothing has ever been put on that site Mm -hmm. um because what the fuck do you do like they they were petitioning for a memorial for the victims but great then what like
0: yeah, it's just, yeah, I wonder what that, uh, yeah, I, I feel like a memorial for the victims would become some sort of bizarre pilgrimage site yeah. for, for sickos. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's that's the other thing. There's like, the the show is, yeah, 50-50, like how when he got to prison, yeah, was like mythologized. and Yeah,
0: and I thought that was interesting to include, it felt like, Almost a meta commentary on the show itself. We see Jeff sort of become a meme, like, mm-hmm. um, and it, it makes sense that a story so sensational would just like sort of make its way into um, our cultural consciousness as like a. I mean, not to make light of it, but it ends up being made light of. You know, there were yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer comic books, but we see how this sort of like Jeffrey on affects the victims you Mm -hmm. know they are tormented by these things like someone sent uh unauthorized biography to one of the survivors to autograph yeah and um i thought it did a good job of showing how uh making jeffrey dahmer media affects the people who lived through the nightmare and maybe you could um view that as uh ironic or something um
1: you just fucked up (laughs) a blind
0: spot (laughs) yeah um but i don't know i i I thought it tried to be tried to be as sensitive to the way this kind of thing affects the victims as possible although not going so far as to contact anyone yeah not involving any
1: of the victims and that's
0: what i want like would that have made it better for them or is that just like a really logistical nightmare that you can't go down that road of Mm -hmm. trying to give people input on your creative projects um I wonder if there was a way to do this in a way that people would have somehow been okay with.
1: No, I mean, unless you donate all profits to the victims or whatever. I don't, I I mean, even then that's not, that's still exploiting them. Yeah, That that is still taking their tragedy and turning it into something. But uh, yeah, dark story. Yeah, pretty dark. Very well acted. It? Yeah. Across the board. Evan Peters plays Jeffrey Dahmer. And I was um I was wondering what makes somebody take a role like that. And I think if you're an actor, it's obviously a very challenging part. Mm-hmm. I think he was great. He was great. Evan Peters, as you all know, I'm on the record as saying, plays drunk better than any actor I've ever seen, and I think on the basis of that, he got cast as Jeffrey Dahmer, who had
0: oh yeah, fond of the sauce.
1: A yeah. <laughs> little bit of a drinking problem. Yeah, a lot of
0: Brewski's got murdered yeah. in the course of
1: that story, <laughs> yeah.
0: too. Yeah. Um,
1: but, uh, yeah,
0: no, he did, like, he was clearly, he was supposed to be drunk for a lot of the story. He is a great drunk actor. He's a, he's a really drunk good actor. Good actor, actor. I've <laughs> always loved Evan Peters. He does yeah. such a great job. I know he's a my- longtime
1: collaborator with Brian yeah. Murphy, so it's not much of a stretch but he was really truly fucking menacing in Mm this um and yeah really great Nisi nash was a revelation to me i haven't seen her in anything before and she was amazingly effective as the neighbor glenda campbell who it sounds like from the fact checking was kind of an amalgam of like his actual neighbor and glenda campbell was a lady who lived not in his building but down the street. Um, And tried to alert the police multiple times. Um, And uh, yeah, Richard Jenkins was outstanding as his father. And uh, shout out to all my 80s queens, Penelope Ann Miller and uh, (laughs) Molly (laughs) Ringwalls getting getting that Wisconsin accent going um, as his, both his stepmother and mother, respectively. Um, And yeah, I mean, just, there's a scene where Richard Jenkins has a closer relationship with him than his father had a closer relationship with him than his mother, who had her own troubles, was um, pretty uh, had postpartum. like a history, yeah, postpartum depression probably, and a history of like pills, um, including during pregnancy, and mm-hmm. um, and she basically abandoned him, took his brother, and abandoned him when he was seventeen. Um, and he had a closer relationship with his father, but there's a scene where he tries to tell his father that he's having these urges, and Richard doesn't want to hear it. and or Lionel. Yeah, Lionel doesn't want to hear it and kind of shuts it down, and you see that there's a resistance in him to any of this, and then Jeffrey eventually gets accused of sexually assaulting this minor and I can just imagine the the weight like the pressure that you are under in a situation like that as somebody's father and imagine being like okay like this dark thing that I was scared of has finally fucking happened like this is this is it you know and kind of like I don't know feeling some of that like valve release and then fucking discovering like this is not the (laughs) world like this is the fucking tip of the iceberg I don't know how you process that kind of information yeah um, and Richard Jenkins did a really outstanding job in this mm -hmm. showing a father who both tried to distance himself from his son and loved his son deeply yeah Um, Yeah,
0: he drew I there were scenes where it felt like yeah all the weight of that of finding out that this is what your son did and you see him go back and forth between trying to blame it on like, uh, like blaming his Mm ex-wife, blaming the culture, you know, for, for this. And then finally, like take it all on. We see, um, the victims, survivors giving their impact statements. And Mm -hmm. then Jeffrey makes a statement in court. That's basically just rambling and nonsensical and, Mm -hmm. you know, betrays his sort of lack of human empathy But that audio fades out and it's the camera zooms in on Lionel's face and Mm -hmm. you just see, yeah, all the weight of that. Mm -hmm. And I thought he did a great job of uh, portraying someone who's trying to figure out how to move on with their life in some way after this, which I can't even fathom.
1: Yeah, and Lionel wrote a book Mm -hmm. after um, all this from his perspective, trying to, he said in the show at least, trying to, um, you know, warn other parents because there were many, many red flags along the way, and you see many times where Lionel comes up to the line of confronting him about something and then backs away because yeah. that is the most human nature yeah. thing of everything. Like just look away, and it's not going to happen. And yeah, I can just imagine sitting in that courtroom, thinking like my son is being accused of like sexually assaulting a minor, and and just then to have the fucking like whole magnitude of the <laughs> yeah. atrocities that were committed come to light, just
0: fucking devastating. Yeah. Um, in that scene, Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer gets a very light sentence, a Jeffrey Epstein style sentence yeah. <laughs> yeah. for this crime. Um, I don't know if this is true, but we see the white, of course, judge mm-hmm. say, well, you remind me of my grandson mm-hmm. and he had I- a drinking problem too. And that's, and all
1: you need is a chance. Yeah, and I'm gonna give you that chance and let you walk out of here, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, do you believe in evil?
0: Do you believe some people are evil? I don't know. I mean, evil is—I I don't know. It's a big question. <laughs> if you
1: guys believe in evil, please tell us why. <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we're at BFF TV on the radio. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. Like you said, the show did a good job at illustrating the many things that were going on in Jeff Dahmer's life, but none of us will ever fucking know what was going through his head Mm -hmm. ever. Um,
0: Yeah. And the show ends uh, with, I don't know how much of this was true, but a sort of legal battle between his parents mm -hmm. because his mom wanted to have his brain analyzed Mm -hmm. post uh, after his death. And his dad didn't. And the judge decides, no, they're not going to do that. We're just going to destroy it. And sort of gives them and I suppose us, the audience, a lecture about like you can't
2: seek out easy
0: answers about something like this. Or, you know, or blame, I suppose, like not blame it on a a brain issue. It's just, this is just what we do. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really well done. And I feel like... um... I know. So did you finish the show? Did you? I did. I ending? finished it this morning at seven, a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, at first I was like, oh, okay, so it's going to go on beyond Jeff Dahmer being apprehended. And we, we see him in prison and mm-hmm. I was like, do we really need to go this far with the story? But it goes all the way up to Jeffrey Dahmer being, uh, murdered himself in prison in mm-hmm. 1994. And I thought that was interesting because we see, uh, he's very annoying in prison. And I was like, it makes sense that Jeffrey Dahmer would get offed because he's annoying. <laughs> um, but he actually annoys a particular prisoner who we've, who has a history of mental illness mm-hmm. himself. And it's uh, portrayed in the show as this guy was in solitary and doesn't know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. And he goes to the prison library to mm-hmm. Do find some research. out. And we watch this um, man who's a religious man, um, find out all at once everything that jeffrey mm-hmm. dahmer has done um mostly to black people and his decision to kill jeffrey dahmer is treated in this way that is almost like righteous and mm-hmm. i felt like was almost supposed to be cathartic for for us the audience mm-hmm. i felt like watching a tarantino film almost you <laughs> yes. know like give it Don't like, say like, the name. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt tarantino in that like it was this moment of like Um, Almost fictional, even though this happened, fictionalized catharsis for a real event. And I always struggle with how how to take stuff like that because I feel like it's almost wrong to feel any sort of catharsis about Jeffrey Dahmer because there's nothing you can do to undo Mm -hmm. that. That happened. It's like part of our our national identity. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's a thing that was allowed to happen in this country. And I don't know, I, I watched that and I was like, yeah, get him. <laughs> but it's like, there, there's no catharsis for this. No. You're not allowed to feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
1: You're not. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, by the same token, nobody was crying for Jeffrey Dahmer, except for his dad. Um, yeah. yeah, I just, oof. Also, he was called Jeff a lot in the show, which really threw me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess he went by Jeff, which <laughs> yeah, just seems well, we always, like, too colloquial. I'm like,
0: surprised he's not known as Jeffrey Lionel Donna, Yeah. given that he is a serial killer. Yeah. We usually like to have three names for them. But, um, <laughs> because
1: you do like to, again, like that is a distancing thing, right? Like, I don't know. I've never think, known what that's
0: about. Is that what you think?
1: I think it's a distancing thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, you're not going to be like, colloquial and like, hey, Jeff. Like, yeah. I, it just, but you know
0: a dude like that was Jeff. There's no yep. way in high school. He was like, no, it's Jeffrey. It's <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, the the show portrayed him as a loner, an outsider, and sort of like introverted in a way that maybe wasn't true to the real Jeff Dahmer. According to his Wikipedia page, he was like highly intelligent, very verbal, and like extremely calculated in all of these murders
0: Mm -hmm. um so i don't he had to be somewhat crafty yeah the show in the show he seemed a little bit low iq Mm -hmm. i'd say um but yeah to get away with that 17 times he had to be yeah i don't know have something going on street smarts you call that
1: (laughs) (laughs) he also um he also admitted to everything immediately mm-hmm. and it's it's not funny but his second victim steven tuomi was killed in a hotel and he how the
0: fuck do you get away with that
1: i you buy a fucking um suitcase and put him in the suitcase and take him out of the room but yeah i mean this man's chest was caved in. Mm-hmm. And Jeffrey Dahmer says that he doesn't know what happened. And everyone's like, so we'll never know. And I'm like, well, he clearly fucking doesn't know what happened because he admitted in gruesome detail yeah. everything about every other murder. Mm-hmm. And he allegedly, he he also, he used to drug his victims before um, assaulting them. Uh, yeah, some fucking
0: fucked up pathology. Something else I really liked about the show, it was very scary. It was... I wouldn't call it super graphic, but yeah, it, it, was, it, it was mercifully not violent. Super but graphic. what I liked is that it didn't, it didn't show us the gruesome mm-hmm. details or really talk about them, except. We would see them come out like when someone was watching like a salacious, like hard copy type mm-hmm. TV show, and we would hear just little snippets of the like knitting. Geraldo. Gray, gr- yeah. Yeah. Geraldo. And then there's a scene where Nisi Nash is, um, has this horrible workplace conversation with someone, with like a Karen, basically. Mm-hmm. And then she asks a question about, um, I, it's, a is unspeakable, but ask a question about the specifics of what Jeffrey Dahmer did. And I thought it was really well done that like the show didn't trade on this like extreme violence and depravity, but we see how we did as a culture and how that affected the people who, who lived through it, which I thought was, um, I thought that was a really good touch.
1: Uh, we've (laughs) received a tweet, um, Michael J, friend of the show, um, morning, has Michael tweeted J. hot take: Leah Dahmer not evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that I do think that Jeffrey Dahmer. I, I don't know. I mean, I I think more it, obviously it's extremely evil and depraved. But I think more it's a metaphysical question for me about what is evil, and I yeah, think that I wish, evil. I
0: feel, oh, go ahead.
1: I, I just, as I said, I mean, I do think that evil is just everything that allowed this to take place, you know, just like the repeated, um, the repeated calls that went unanswered. And um, yeah, a fucking institution like the police, we see them actually making calls to um, the family of Conorak, uh, the 14 year old boy um making extremely racist calls telling them to go back to Laos and harassing them because har- harassing they were, them were they suing they me? got a settlement from okay. the city yeah. um for not and these policemen were um discharged of their duty or whatever mm-hmm. they were originally fired by the then um acting chief yeah. who then was overruled and they were reinstated um but yeah i mean i think any fucking institution like that that is so fucking corrupt and just doesn't give a shit about you know the community it's supposed to serve yeah um is you know all contributing to evil
0: i think that evil is a thing you do i, I see i th- i'm just hesitant to label a person as evil because mm-hmm. i feel like that lets us off the hook and be like yeah. that's a bad person and i'm not yeah. like that i feel like evil is when you inflict cruelty or indifference on other living things you know Mm -hmm. and i think there's no question that i mean jeffrey dahmer did the most evil shit you can do yeah um i mean i guess yeah that adds up to him being evil but i think Mm -hmm. evil is relegating people to sort of like cartoon characters
1: yeah again it is that thing of like making it and i think it's a it's a very human urge to want to understand something like this. And I think in a way we've talked about this before. I think that's kind of the appeal of true crime for people is like trying to understand why something happened. So you can tell yourself like, Oh, that's why. And it couldn't have been me. It couldn't, it couldn't like, this could not touch me. And in reality, it could, like it's,
0: it's fucking ugh, I mean I think horrifying. the show this year that like surprising me best uh dealt with what humans are capable was candy, which mm. was about mm-hmm. a a woman who, at least according to her defense um was attacked and went into sort of a like, fugue state a fugue mm. state mm-hmm. um and I guess you would say overreacted <laughs> by murdering her attacker with uh, like some 50 odd blows with mm-hmm. an axe. And I, when I really think about that, I think, yeah, like I could imagine being cornered and going fucking ballistic in defense of your own life in a way that's more like a, an animal than what we would consider a human. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, For
1: the record, that does not appear to have been the case with Jeffrey Dahmer. No, I don't yeah. think so. I think yeah. that'd
0: be tough tough defense for him <laughs> had he pleaded not guilty
1: yeah i mean that was the other thing i was thinking like my husband who's a lawyer was saying like can you imagine like having to defend ha- having jeffrey dahmer as your defendant you know like yeah what did you have to say what about case that? do you present you know he, he was just like that would fucking suck <laughs> that would really suck and <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like a pass on I, this one, guys. I don't think you present any case i mean jeffrey dahmer admitted to every single crime um, and uh, did he
0: plead not? I think they tried to they get they tried him to off get by reason, by reason of, of insanity, but he's yeah. that didn't fly. He stood no. trial. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I don't even remember. It was it was dramatized in the show, and I don't remember exactly what happened. They kind of breezed through his trial. Yeah. Um. Not really the point, I guess. Um. I don't know. So, what do you do? You think that this is a tipping point for true crime? No, yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> no, definitely
1: not. I mean, again, I I think the the draw of true crime for people is trying to make sense of senseless things yeah. and that's tale as old as fucking time. Yeah, I was trying
0: to think <laughs> of what you could have done with this story to make it um, satisfying for all parties involved but I, d- I don't think there's anything but I was thinking like would a fictionalized yeah. version have done, done the trick and I don't think you can make a fictionalized no, version of something you... because the point is it's so outlandish like a fictionalized version would just seem like the product of a diseased mind, and I think that that what makes the show the story interesting is that Jeffrey Dahmer was a human, and this is what humans are capable of, and it's hard to um, it's hard to process that. You yeah, know? and that's why he ends up becoming like a meme or like a a weird cartoon character to people. There's a moment where he's reading fan mail and Alice um, Alice tells him he's cool and fascinating and mm-hmm. like one of her like her hero or something I'm, I don't remember exactly but it was this fawning fan mail and I thought like like Alice isn't thinking about the people he killed because he's just descended into this category of like movie monster mm-hmm. and like we're Alice you know like <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. watching a show about this yeah. we might as well be writing letters to Jeffrey Dahmer
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a tipping point for true crime. I don't think, I I mean, I think for all the pearl clutching, again, as I said, this is like the number one Netflix show globally. Yeah, you're going to keep drinking
0: that garbage. Stop deluding yourself.
1: People are fucking obsessed with it. And yeah, I think like the immorality of a story or of let's say making or sensationalizing a story like Jeffrey Dahmer's is, is one thing but like as you said like we fucking live with this every day like we live in an immoral country that fucking won't act on gun reform Mm -hmm. where kids are getting murdered daily um i also get ready for this hot take michael j (laughs) (laughs) i also (laughs) thought that the show was interesting in that it's a Male serial killer. The majority of serial killers are male, mm-hmm. um, perpetrating crimes on men, which we don't always see televised. And uh, I, I don't know why, but then I was researching like homicides, and ninety percent of like homicides are committed by men on men. Hmm. And that number seemed insane to me because I feel like I've grown up on a steady diet of women being murdered. Yeah. And you know the majority—we all know this—the majority of, of murders that occur for women are by a known person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare that it's you know random, um, and most of the time it's domestic. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was fucking wild that yeah, like ninety yeah, percent <laughs> yeah, right. of all crimes. Watching
0: Lifetime movies with duty.
1: Yeah, ninety percent of all crimes are perpetrated by men on men and so yeah like how can we be like jeffrey do- you know like it's yeah it's it's moral to tell this story like i said it's immoral to live in a country that won't fucking address yeah. any of the things that we could address to
0: help all those things i also do feel i mean true crime is uh, at its peak right now i suppose post serial and making a murderer but it's been around forever you know we've had rescue 911 and unsolved mysteries and i i also feel like this sort of pearl clutching as you put it is also just another media genre that is profit driven you know like Mm -hmm. now every time there's a uh exploitative true crime dramatization that's just another you know cycle of articles for vulture and buzzfeed and slate and whatever to uh themselves, you know, if they're interviewing people who are mad about this because their image was dramatized on Netflix, like, you're also just drumming up a few pennies here and there by interviewing that person and calling them in their home. Um, Yeah.
1: I would like to enter a formal apology to the record, too. (laughs) I've just been informed that Stephen actually said that I had the hot take saying that Dahmer wasn't evil. (laughs) (laughs) Michael J. uh, did say, though, uh, he said... He mostly wanted the show to be about everyone except Dahmer because everyone else had a personality and motivation. Yeah. And he said, also, Nisi Nash's eyeglasses deserve an Emmy.
0: Oh, my God. They do. Yeah, they do. And
1: also, I did see a tweet. I'll try to find it. But Jeffrey Dahmer has that very distinctive type of eyeglass. And Mm -hmm. somebody tweeted and said, like, serial killers really out here just looking at these eyeglasses saying, yo. Yeah. (laughs) Every serial killer had those, like, vaguely tinted, oversized, menacing fucking glasses
0: yeah. Um. um yeah yeah but back to his victims there was an episode that re- revolved around tony tony, tony mm-hmm. hughes um who was deaf and i i mean the hardest episode to watch because we yeah. see tony grow up and we see him hanging out with his friends we see, his, friends. We see his whole life and i loved tony i, loved I was like maybe them. tony's the one who gets away but yeah spoilers tony did not get away yeah, um, but that actor was great. Like mm-hmm. it, it was you know we've seen this, lowest to call it a trope, but we've seen this trope before of like um, stories about deaf characters, and you know the sound drops out. We mm-hmm. hear is the wrong word. We're in his world during mm-hmm. this episode. Um, yeah, it was it was really well done. Um, yeah, another
1: thing pointing to Jeffrey Dahmer in fact being evil is that he said that he didn't know tony mm-hmm. and many friends of tony's relayed that they had known each other for over a year at the point at yeah. the time that he was murdered by jeffrey dahmer
0: so in addition to <laughs> brutally murdering 17 people he was also like i don't know her. yeah <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> yeah sorry to that man i yeah. don't know that man <laughs> like
1: yeah, that's yes. evil. Yeah, that is that that truly is evil. But yeah, that episode was the hardest to watch because it does show that everybody has, yeah, like each of those victims was a full person. Yeah, you know, like they're not just. And I I do think that the show did give did try to to get at that. There's an explicit scene where it says, you know, like our sons are not just victims of Jeffrey Dahmer. They're yeah. also people who had lives like they had families who loved them they had Mm -hmm. all their feet they were all i think his oldest victim was 32 years old Mm -hmm. all of those men had like their entire
0: fucking lives and
1: ahead of them yeah um
0: there's a a really small moment where tony's mom is commiserating with some of the other women who i think were also survivors mm -hmm. of victims and they're um assaulted again with a new comic book called mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer versus Jesus. And mm-hmm. they're debating whether or not to like sue again or, you know, uh, what to do about it. And there's this very small moment where they all sort of like acknowledge how stupid mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer versus Jesus <laughs> yeah. is. And we see them laugh. And I thought it was really nice to include that extremely small moment of yeah. healing for these characters. Cause yeah. it's like, they are also more than victims of Jeffrey Dahmer. You yeah. know, they have whole lives too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean for a show that will has zero chance of being satisfying to the people it's exploiting, which yeah. I I fully acknowledge that, yeah. that is unfortunate <laughs> and that is a horrible byproduct of the most popular entertainment genre. But putting all that aside, I thought this show did a pretty good job of centering the victims and showing the true um just the sadness yeah. of the whole story, you know, a story that has in our Our cultural consciousness ascended into a a cartoonish sort of evil that's unfathomable, like to really kind of come back down to earth and show how sad it is. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. If you want to be bummed out, great show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Bummed out, creeped out, all of the above. Yeah. Um, What do you think in regards to awards for this type of show? it's it's off the table, right Based I I on, mean
0: probably because of the backlash, yeah, I don't really know. I think Evan Peters deserves an Emmy nomination, I think Nisi Nash definitely does yeah, she was so good, yeah yeah i would i I wouldn't be mad if they got nominated, but yeah. yeah, apparently everyone else. what do you think?
1: yeah, I think it's probably off the table. I mean, I think this was a prestige show that was made mm-hmm. well yeah um and yeah i I do think i Richard Jenkins deserves oh yeah he was recognition really for his role. Um, yeah, that
0: guy's got a future in acting. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: good, right? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I I think it would not fly. Well, we'll see. At this point. I don't know. I, who knows? It's going mean, to be the cast of Dahmer monster. Jeffrey Dahmer story. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer lived in Minnesota and Ohio. <laughs> like <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer drove a Chevy. Like I don't know. The musical. Um, they're going to host the Oscars. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Don't speak it.
1: <laughs> they're going to host the fucking Oscars. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean, I wonder if like Hollywood, which is totally up its own ass, is a separate ecosystem from the hot, the take culture, you know, that, yeah. that, that generates these. I mean, uh, again, backlash to this kind of thing. It,
1: the backlash to this kind of thing is all for fucking not. There is no backlash when it's the most downloaded show on Netflix. Yeah. Like that's, that's just the way it is, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, this, It's
0: Jen Chansey, the Vulture critic that I was reading the interview with. Um, she also thought that we need to stop making serial killers hot, referring to Evan, Evan Peters, Peters being attractive, being hot, and um, also Zac Efron playing Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy. Um,
1: Excuse me, Ted Bundy was very attractive.
0: <laughs> do you think Jeffrey Dahmer was attractive? No, I do not. I don't either. My husband and I were talking about this, and I don't know if it's the styling, but Jeffrey Dahmer is just like my uncle's friend Steve. You know, like that. It's that type of guy because of the era and the styling. Like, like he literally looks like my uncle's friend Steve, but also more generally, like <laughs> yeah. your uncle's friend Steve. Yeah, that's what he looks like. And well, just, you know, it's
1: a yeah. hard pass for me with a blonde.
0: Oh, so right. I mean Jeff, Jeffrey.
1: <laughs> Hard <laughs> I Absolutely. that Dahmer.
0: and I got a laugh thinking about like the next Ryan Murphy series and him being like, I've learned my lessons and um, for Richard Ramirez, we've cast an ugly actor to play him <laughs> and cut to Adam Driver going, hey, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I mean, I think all that's stupid. <laughs> it's, it's so <laughs> fucking stupid. Hollywood people are hot. Like, sorry. Yeah. Um that's why we like them. That's why yeah, I don't want to look at Nugo. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, yeah, I get plenty of that in my real life. Get plenty of that in my real life. I <laughs> don't need it on my TV. <laughs> um yeah, I mean the real crime would have been casting someone as unattractive as Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> you know. Um no, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it it, it truly, I mean, monster is appropriate. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer was an absolute fucking monster i do think that this show did fall down in in terms of not having him be more calculated which it seems like he was um yeah but overall yeah i thought it was worthwhile i didn't know anything about all of his victims being men of color and i didn't know about the like racial unrest Mm Mm-hmm Um, and also just, yeah, like the fucking, the sham of, you know, all the times that he could have been held accountable. Yeah. Um, he was kicked out of bathhouses for drugging people. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were survivors that went to the police, um, and even Tracy Edwards, the, the man who survived the night that Jeffrey Uh, I almost said Epstein Jeffrey Dahmer, whatever mm-hmm. his fucking name is, um, was captured. Uh, uh, like the the most shocking thing about that is he was a black man, half naked, running down the street, and he flagged down some cops, and he was didn't get shot. He <laughs> didn't get shot. That yeah. was truly. I was like, th- I cannot even believe they fucking deigned to take him back to the apartment. Like, yeah, it it was. Ugh.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. It's infuriating to watch. Yeah. There's a, well, I don't need to just summarize everything. Well, whatever. There's a <laughs> phone call. So Nishi Nas- Nisi Nash's character, uh, Glenda, after um, Conorak is returned to Jeffrey's apartment, the 14 year old boy. She calls the police to follow up mm-hmm. and they say in the show that this is the actual phone call. Like, I presume it's just them reading yeah. it verbatim. <clears throat> and she keeps, she says over and over again, that boy didn't seem right. He, yeah. he looked younger. He didn't look 19. And the, the cop is just like treating her like she's A fucking another idiot. hysteric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's truly, uh, it's pretty, pretty tough to watch.
1: Um, friend of the show, Steven, the hot takes are flying this morning. guys. All right. He says, counterpoint, Evan Peter's not hot enough to play Dahmer. <laughs>
0: even thinks Jeffrey Dahmer was handsome. I just, Jeffrey
1: Dahmer was not handsome. I don't see You it. are incorrect. Evan Peter's much better looking yeah. than Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Can we talk briefly about there's a very graphic scene of John Wayne Gacy committing oh, murder. Oh, yeah. Which is sandwiched into episode 10. Just when, like, meanwhile... Jeffrey Dahmer is in prison. He's finding God. He is getting baptized. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he got baptized the same day that John Wayne Gacy. I don't know if this is true. But in the show, he gets baptized the same day that John Wayne Gacy dies. Yes. Or is, is put to death. Yeah. Um, and there was an eclipse. Yeah. That day. It'd be a weird thing Eclipses to are fucking freaky, man. They <laughs> truly are. They're very, very freaky. But um, what like. What was the point of sandwiching in all the John Wayne Gacy shit? Is it I don't like-
0: know. I mean, I think just sort of superficially to show the similarities in their MO. But my first thought was like, this show was too drab and earth tone for Ryan Murphy's taste and he <laughs> yeah. had to wedge some gay clown yeah. shit in somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and I buy it. Boosted- I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. that's all I could think of. Yeah, I mean, because that's that scene, which was a horrible graphic yeah. murder. It was in sort of like a Technicolor feeling world, yeah, compared to um, compared to Milwaukee in nineteen eighty nine or whatever ninety
1: one. Um, yeah, just we real weird choice to sandwich in the John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> like, I don't know. You think the worst is over, and then you see yeah. John Wayne Gacy commit an atrocious murder. Yeah, um, I'm not quite sure why.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I thought that was odd. I
1: don't know. Is it supposed to be a commentary that there's like nothing new under the sun? Like, yeah, every, maybe <laughs> everything. You know, John Wayne Gacy did it first.
0: Um, was Jeffrey Dahmer big news in Ireland?
1: Uh, I don't recall. I don't. I don't believe so. Interesting.
0: I mean, no, I think
1: he he must have been. I knew the story, but I don't know. I was, yeah, I don't know. I I don't have vivid recall yeah. about it.
0: Are there any Irish serial killers?
1: Uh, you asked that in your outline, and it uh, sent me down a rabbit hole where I did some <laughs> research, and uh, not any current day. They're
0: <laughs> the oh, just old, old and time. old and timey. Uh-huh.
1: Um, but they're uh, they tried to fucking wedge Timothy McVeigh in there because he oh, has, I
0: saw that he, briefly googling. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: Timothy McVeigh had ties to Ireland, like oh, his okay. both his parents were Irish. I'm like, okay. mm,
0: that, don't put no. that on us. We're not claiming
1: it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> We won't take them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Apparently, there were two. um, uh, There were two people who committed a series of murders in Dublin in the seventies. Oh, okay. That's the most recent info I could find on Irish serial killers. All right. Well, anything
0: else to say about this show?
1: Uh, No. You mentioned candy earlier, and do you know that there is another fucking candy thing in the works with Amanda Seyfried? Oh, really? Seyfried for HBO, right? Yeah. Are we going to watch that? Or is
0: it Amanda Seyfried?
1: No, it's One Elizabeth of Olsen, I think. Oh, that's right. That's
0: that's correct. Yeah. Are you going to watch it? Probably. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no. That was a
1: bizarre story.
0: Yeah, truly bizarre. I, and, and like I said, I really liked the Hulu show, yeah. surprisingly. Um, so I'll be curious. I'll, I'll consume it and then decide afterward whether we needed a second exactly. candy <laughs> yeah. retelling. Yes. Yeah. Um, All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Stay tuned for Indie Rock Girl Radio, and we will be back. Should we just say we're going to talk about Bad Sisters next week? Yes. If you haven't
1: watched Bad Sisters, it's on Apple Plus, and I
0: highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so that's what we'll be talking about next week. Look at us, planning ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, well, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and stay tuned to BFF.fm.